Bam for victory tonight. You make history. knows how hard we fought to get these. If you guys legit only knew, we don't just do this for us. We don't just do this for you. We do this for everybody in the back, this woman's division. And this is the only, just the beginning of more change to come. Because we're here for a purpose and we are going to continue to do what we love and do what we do best. And that's why we are the Boss and Hug Connection, your new WWE Tag Team Women's Champions. I don't know what's wrong with me. I even got a lump in my own throat. Those tears drink? I'm you, not crying, you're crying. I am crying. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Elimination Chamber Recap Royal Club Edition Special. This is your Truly I Am The Franchise. Wow. Wow. This was definitely a telling pay-per-view, if I shall say. Let's just jump right into it. Let's start off with the main event, okay? Let's acknowledge what we witnessed tonight. I commend Kofi Kingston. I applaud Kofi Kingston. You know, if you listen to the preview show that I did on Saturday, I made reference to Biggie needs a title run. This is something I've been saying because, you know, he deserves it. He has all everything that he he has every attribute checked off on the list. But this I've always thought Kofi was champion material. Always did. And if people forget, he did feud for the title he did have a small story with randy orton for the title but this match kind of solidified him as being up there to win a title now do i I feel bad for mustafa ali this was mustafa ali's come out party this was the match that was going to solidify him i truly believe i believe that mustafa ali was going to this was his spot. He was going to be the one that was going to end it with D-Bry. Have this big, pretty much everything that Daniel Bryant and Kofi did is pretty much what I think Mustafa Ali and Daniel Bryant was going to do. Kind of bad, kind of upset to not see that happen. But I am happy and proud that Kofi was able to turn around and put on the show. You know, he put on a great show. I loved how they ended this, though. 
And the reason why I say I love how they ended it is they didn't end it with Debry standing tall. They ended it with the new day out there and Kofi absorbing and soaking in all of the crowd, the energy from the crowd. Crowd chanting Kofi, you know, Biggie and them. And, and Biggie said something that, that was, you know, that was true. He told them, you know, smell the roses while you can, you know, which is always, it's a, it's, it's a metaphor. Everybody knows what, everybody knows that. Everybody knows that it is a, it is an infamous saying, you know, because sometimes people get wrapped up that they don't appreciate the flowers while they still can smell them. So that's why Big E was telling him, like, yo, just soak this in, like, appreciate this. And now the, everybody, you know, the, the internet, Twitter, a couple of the wrestling groups that I'm in on Facebook, all are saying the same thing. We want Kofi versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. We have a pay-per-view prior to WrestleMania. A lot can happen. I, you know, with the WWE title, it's kind of hard. I don't know what direction they're going in. My initial thought was having Miz and Daniel Bryan in there. I think, because I think that's something that they both want. That rival was so there. Plus, it'll be different now because you have... Debray as a heel, Miz as a face. But this right here, Kofi and Debray would not be a, it won't be a bad rival. It won't be a bad match. You know, we see the chemistry that these two have. We've seen the kick spot, which kind of reminded me of Bloodsport. I'm an 80s baby, so I, I remember that movie Bloodsport. And when John claude and the one fighter were fighting and they were exchanging kicks and John Claude was hitting his ribs. It literally reminded me of that watching Kofi and Debray exchange the kicks. There, it was it was something that I literally looked and I chuckled at. You know, I chuckled with a smile because it was like I remember that. I truly remember that. But I mean, overall, the main event the main event was good. You know, it was not what I expected. I was shocked that AJ got eliminated quick. I, I don't know what they're doing with Joe. Small Joe is one of my like one of my favorite people in wrestling right now. I love his attitude. I love him on the mic. I love his style of of wrestling. But I honestly don't know what they're doing with him. I don't know if it's because he's injury prone that Vince is kind of unsure with him as far as putting the title on him, but they need to do something. Like, I don't think, Joe hasn't had a title since coming up on the main roster. Not even the U.S., not even Intercontinental. He needs something. You know, he needs something. He can't just be the man that just is the bully. He needs to have something. Other than that, like I said, main event was better than what I expected. I didn't think it was going to be as good as this. But it was better than what, you know, it was better than what I expected. Wasn't my match of the night, though. Was not my match of the night. Match of the night to me had to be Usos versus Miz and Shane. That match, hands down, was the match of the night, in my opinion. And I feel that way because you had, like, the Usos always put on great tag, always put on great matches. Always put on great matches. 
hands down. You can't tell me any different. That's just what I feel like. So, you know, congrats, congrats needs to go out to the Miz and Maurice. They did announce that they are expecting another child. So that does deserve congrats. You know, blessings definitely is needed. It then, but it also shows that, you know, Maurice probably is, I say maybe, I think she's done, not with the company, but I think she's done with being involved in Miz's role, you know. So, I feel like that was a great match. The only problem I have is, it's, I won't say it's a problem, but it's a, it's a concern that I have, which is Shane McMahon has this, I, I worry for Shane and the spots he takes. He did the coast to coast. He did he did the coast to coast and he did he did it twice the second time he got the super kick. And I feel like when he got the super kick, it kind of reminded me of when Roman hit him with the spear. The only difference is, is that, you know, Shane didn't get fucked up. But he still, you know, it was still was that spot. And then he did the elbow off the top rope through the table. That, you know, I just feel like he takes a lot of high risk. And for him to be at his age that he's at and the wear and tear, because that's pretty much what he is. He's the, he's the spotter. I'm surprised he's not has not been in an elimination chamber, to be honest with you. <laughs> you know, but that to me was the match of the night. Congrats goes out to the Usos as well. Big salute to them. They are six-time Tag team champions, only the Dudleys, Edge, Christian, the Hardy Boys, I think two other tag teams have held the gold six times or more. I know the Dudley Boys have the record, but kudos, congrats goes out to the Usos. I've always said that I feel like the Usos is the best tag team in the business of this generation, of this era. Nobody, Nobody can tell or show me a better tag team hands down. Other than them, you know, you could throw out there. People could probably throw out the Young Bucks. People could probably throw out the um, Briscoes. But I really think that the Usos really got it, you know, just I really think so. Now, obviously, we have the tag team. Speaking of tag team, we did have the crowning of the quote unquote first ever WWE women's tag team, which we all knew it was going to the Boss Hug Connection. We knew that the writing was on the wall. Kind of not how I expected. I'm going to be honest with you. Because I thought that, you know, it was going to be... Sasha was going to be kind of taken out. It was actually Bailey who was taken out. And Bailey took a hard, like a massive hit. I don't know if that was a part of the story or not. Because Sasha jumped from the from the pot down to check on her. So, it was... that That was... Kind of an interesting thing. I'm not going to lie. When it came down to Mandy, Sonya, and then the boss hug connection, I would not have been upset if Mandy and Sonya won. I would not have been mad. You know, that was just my opinion. I literally watched it and I was like, I wouldn't be mad. Like, I would have been mad if, like, the Riot Squad won. I would have been mad if, especially would have been mad if Carmella and Naomi won, especially after the the recent news about Carmella, which I'm not going to get into right now, but would have been upset about that. Uh, definitely, definitely would have been upset if 
Tamina and Nia Jax won. But I'm glad. I'm glad that Sasha and Bayley won. It was, like I said, they spoke it. They kept speaking about it. They kept wanting it. And it was only right that they get this nod. They, they get these titles. Very proud. Very proud of them, too. Um, it is something that I think is well-deserved for them. Especially because, you know, you look at where Sasha and Bayley came from in NXT. And how I always feel like Sasha, mainly her, has not lived up to the NXT potential. The NXT, what she did in NXT. You know, I don't, I never, I don't see that in her. But, congrats goes out to them. Now, you know I'm not going to talk, you know I have to, I have to talk about, to me, my moment of the night. My guy, finally, finally, Finn Balor is the new Intercontinental Champion. I was surprised. I'm not going to lie to you. If you heard what I said on the on the preview show, I did not think it was going to happen. But as the time went on, I started to think about it. And then I'm like thinking about it. And then the telling sign was the interview before the match with Leo and Bobby, Bobby Lashley. And Leo goes and they're talking and Leo's like talking, but then Bobby has a look of concern on his face. And the minute I seen it, I said, he's losing. He's losing. And the reason I said that is because Leo's going to take the fall. I said, Leo's going to take the pin. And I was talking to my close friend, Jeff, and he said, no, Leo's going to pin Finn. And I'm like, no, I'm like Finn's going to Finn somehow, some way. Finn is going to pin him. And long behold, Finn ended up pinning Leo. Now, throughout the match, plus throughout the match, you can tell that it was setting up so Finn can get the one up on him. You know, Finn is sitting there. Finn is getting literally his ass whooped the whole match. Every time Leo got in there, it was when Finn was like kind of beaten down. And then when Finn got like his wind, Leo sneaked his way out. Got Bobby back in there. Got Bobby back into the game, into the match. And all it had to take was his one opportunity, and it happened. And the minute it happened, Finn took advantage of it. Finn got it. Now Finn's your new Intercontinental Champion. I would love for Finn to hold this title. I know I said if he wins it, it might just be for a pay-per-view. I mean, fast lanes in three weeks. Do I see Finn holding the title that long? I would like for him to have a title run. I would love for Finn to have a title run. I want Finn to hot potato with the Intercontinental title. You know, this is probably one of the most prestige belts in the business. And for Finn to have it, now Finn's name is etched in the legacy behind it. So, beyond proud, beyond happy for him, you already know. I might have to mess around and get an Intercontinental belt now just because Finn has it. <laughs> You know, I was just, like I said, I was just happy. I'm happy that Finn managed to get the Intercontinental title. Obviously, the least favorite match had to be Braun versus Baron Corbin. This was horrible. I, I kind of understand why they did this. Not, no, 
I don't understand why they did it. I did not expect for Drew McIntyre to come out, even though it was very, it kind of would make sense. But you know what else would make sense? Kurt Angle coming out. I mean, for the past weeks, you've had Kurt Angle and Braun Strowman teaming up and taking on these these two. Bobby Lashley decides that he's about to reform this alliance with Brandon Corbin and Drew McIntyre. And where's Kurt at? Like, Curry decided, oh, you know what? I'm not going to come out. Like I said, least of my favorite matches. I think that's about it. Oh, but Buddy Murphy retained the, the Cruiserweight title. We expected that. Kind of interesting to see who's going to be the next one to get caught, either called up or who's going to be the next to fight him for the title. But we are three weeks away from the next pay-per-view. It is fast lane. We're going to kind of be interested to see how this plays out. Oh, let's talk about... Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Wright. We all knew this was going to be a squash match, a wash match. I'm a little disappointed at how they booked it because Ruby is a great in-ring performer. She's she's good. She's good. But for Alicia Fox to have a better match with Ronda Rousey than Ruby is blasphemy. That is blasphemous. It is. It's ridiculous. I don't get it. I don't understand it. And then we fast forward. Obviously, Charlotte was ringside. There was an event that took place on Saturday at a live show where Becky interfered. Becky came out. Charlotte re-injured the leg of Becky. So, you know, Charlotte and Ronda are sitting there going back and forth. And as they're exchanging words at the pay-per-view, you notice that Ronda, which is kind of interesting to me, because Michael Cole, Renee, and Corey are, are watching the monitors, so they see what we see on TV. So as we're watching, and I'm seeing Ronda looking, like, far off, who is she looking at? Why is they? Why are they not talking about well, what is Ronda looking at? The crowd, if you look in the background, the crowd starts to kind of look in a direction to where somebody, it looks like somebody's walking. Long behold, who is it? It's Becky Lynch. It's the man. And she showed up, crutches and all. And it's, it was very, t- <laughs> I, I, I love the storyline behind it because Becky's supposed to be suspended, yet she walks in the arena and no security is trying to stop her from getting into the ring. They allowed her to get in the ring. Now, if you're suspended for 60 days, there's no reason why you are even allowed. You can buy a ticket, yes, but there's no way that you're able to get into the crowd or get into the ring. And no security is out there. This doesn't make any sense to me. So she starts attacking Charlotte with the crutch, beating her. Like, even when I look back at it, there's times where Becky is hitting her. And I don't think some of the shots were actually, like, intended. (laughs) And I know if you look very closely at when she started attacking Ronda... She hit Ronda in the head, but I don't think that wasn't, I don't think that shot was meant to happen because when she hit her, the one shot to the head, 
it's it caused Rhonda to kind of bleed. Like you started seeing her roots of her hair was red. Like blood was like she was cut. But I loved how they set it up where Becky played on Rhonda as like saying like, well, you know, you need to go after her for what she did to you at Survivor Series. And, you know, Charlotte was kind of on the ground beating and Rhonda was getting closer to her. And the minute Rhonda got to that point where Becky could hit her, Becky attacked her. I hated how Michael Cole was sounding. I understand that Michael Cole is the, you know, he's the lead announcer. But for him to just sound the way he sounded, my God, he sounded like he was about to cry. Like he was just so upset about the situation. And then, you know, Renee saying what she said, I I get it. You know, I get it. But I do have a thought about this story. I'll dig, I'll dive more into it on the next episode, but I'm going to just give y'all a little preview of it. This story is reminiscent of WrestleMania 30. Daniel Bryant, Batista, Randy Orton. I'll dig more into that in the next episode. But this was, this is, in my opinion, very similar to it. You have the underdog. You have the quote-unquote face of the company. And then you have the one that people just don't like. I'll explain it all in the next episode. But overall, Chamber, out of 10, I'll give it a 6. I did expect it to be worse than what it was. Just because the card to me didn't live up to what I thought it was going to be. It kind of was a weak card, you know. But we didn't have Seth Rollins. Uh, the tag team titles wasn't defended. Um, the U.S. titles not even defended. I thought about that. The U.S. title wasn't defended. Dean wasn't there, Andrade wasn't there, Oscar wasn't there. A lot of things didn't happen. So I think Fastlane, you might see them in that on on that show. So that's that. But I hope everybody tunes in to Raw, SmackDown. Kind of interested to see how what's going to happen now. More so SmackDown because I'm kind of curious to see because we already know. Raw storyline for WrestleMania. We already know that it's etched in stone. Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar, Ronda, Charlotte, and Becky. It is going to be a triple threat, ladies and gentlemen. The writing is on the wall. Kind of interested to see what's going to happen, though, as far as with now Finn Balor with the Intercontinental title. Is he going to have it coming, leading, going into WrestleMania? Um, the revival won the tag team titles. What's going to happen with the tag team titles? You know, Fastlane, WrestleMania. What is the state of them now with the women's tag team? Are we going to see them defending on both shows? Who's the first to be the number one contender for the tag team titles? Story's going to be interesting. And then Asuka. What are we doing with Asuka? What are we doing with the U.S. title? What is Andrade doing? I'll be talking about all this and so much more in the next episode. But this is just a recap. I thank you all for listening. This is your truly the franchise. I'm signing off on this one. I hope y'all enjoyed Elimination Chamber. I hope y'all tune into Raw and SmackDown this week. 205 as well. NXT, both US and UK. And I will get back to y'all later on this week. Take care and enjoy.